This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello and welcome back to the Liverpool Groove. I'm Quinny. I'm Jay. Um, right, yeah, so I'll be honest, uh, this episode probably wouldn't be coming to you this early if what had happened on Sunday hadn't have happened, but we, we need to talk about it, uh, so I'm going to say this, Scotland, and I still don't quite believe it, uh, Aston Villa 7, Champions of England, Liverpool 2, um, where, where, do you, where do you even start? Don't really know, lads. So it was absolutely mind-boggling. Um, to, to just the whole performance as a whole was, was just a disgrace. I know there's fans calling out for an apology, and that we don't we don't want an apology. We want a reaction. Um, I think he sent Andy Robbo out to the media to apologise. He was the only player who didn't deserve to apologise. He was absolutely brilliant. Unfortunately, his, his teammates weren't and weren't even near it. Looked no. like a league two. Team. It was just, it was pathetic from the, from the minute go. Um, I mean, like that. I mean, yeah. So let, let we'll we'll go from the top. Hey, eh? let's let's do it like that. So I mean, the goal, the the mistake from Adrian. I mean, like he's he's been there before. He's done it before. Why we we've got to stop thinking we can play the same way with Adrian in goal that we can with Allison because we can't. I agree. I think the. I think the defence looked a little bit unsure straight away from the off. We looked shaky even before the goal. They had two or three attacks. They just they just knew to put it on us. Um, but what what our players have got to understand when they're playing with Adrian, don't pass the ball to him. He can't play footy like like Allison. Just no. don't give don't give him the option to make the mistake. He's a decent goalkeeper, but he can't play football. So dissecting that goal. Andy Robbo takes a throw in. I think it goes to Wijnaldum, who plays it straight back to Robertson, who plays a 30-yard ball back to the goalie. Yeah, it was a bad pass, like, don't get me wrong, but the pass itself didn't make the mistake happen. I mean, the pass to Gomez, it's a simple pass. Anyone who can kick a ball 10 yards can make that pass. But to be fair, I'm not not defending Adrian whatsoever. The, The mistake is absolutely pathetic. He's got it on his right foot, and Van Dijk has got more space between him and the defender than Gomez has. Yeah. With with Gomez and and their attacker, so the first pass should have been straight away to Van Dijk, and he could have emptied it. But I don't understand why the, the first pass back to Robbo that should be gone. Yeah. Get rid of it there. Just put it up to Salah or Jota. Get rid of it there, and then Adrian should just whack it out but he doesn't at the very least play it to Van Dijk instead of Gomez and it's just an absolute shit show from, from start to finish the whole the whole game of play there yeah I mean the thing is as well the pass the pass that Adrian makes to Gomez the problem with it is is it took Van Dijk out the game Van Dijk expects the ball to either be gone or you know for Gomez to deal with it when it's just a straight ball to his feet but the pass takes Van Dijk out the game which leaves you know, Ollie Watkins in the middle on his own, exposed to, you know, to calmly put it away. And it's, it's again, I mean, I've seen people on Twitter say if that mistake doesn't happen, then the game doesn't go down like that. And I completely disagree. I, disagree. I think Aston Villa were, were better than us from, from the off. I think, like Klopp said, they wanted it more than us. They, they, were, they were hungrier. They, they wanted it. And I think, in all honesty, Aston Villa could have on another day against well on another day they could have had double figures yeah DJ double figures it could have been 12 we could have scored a few ourselves so looking at it they, they, that that added mistake that could be to cause the third goal because they had a few chances before it we just yeah. didn't get out the traps at all no but 
that is a, a blatant mistake. It shouldn't be happening at this level of football, whether no. it's the right pass or the wrong pass. You've got to have a brain, and you, you don't play that pass, especially with your weak foot when Gomez is getting closed down instantly. Yeah, yeah. The same bands, I had more space, so the best pass was to him. But from the very beginning, that needs to be discussed to the players that he is not Allison. It, the ball needs to be emptied instead of going back to him. Just get rid of it. Um, but straight away from the off the high press our, our high line you, when, you, when you're playing that high line you've got to have players willing to work hard and press and he wasn't yeah there was no one putting a, a shift in only Robertson yeah no I, I agree I mean the high line and it, again we'll have to come back to that because that was probably the cause of many of their attacks and, and you know some of the goals but if if the players aren't willing to work then it's no good but at the same time Allison is one of the best sweeper keepers on the planet so you can afford to play that high line because you know Allison has got that ability to come out and clean up if the defence do make that that little mistake but Adrian isn't that type of goalkeeper he's not a sweeper keeper he's just he's a it's it's like you know it'd be the same if it was Mignolet still Mignolet was a great shot stopper we all knew that but you knew if it come to a game sort of that would have happened yesterday if we had Mignolet in goal the same, exactly the same Mignolet yeah. would have been uncomfortable passing it out to Gomez yeah that's what I mean so we've it's I don't know that was the first time in a long time I've thought sort of back to the days a few years ago where we didn't have a plan B and that that was creeping back into my mind yesterday I've looked at it as a one off but what I didn't like is you play that you play that high line when you think it's worth the risk. Now Aston Villa weren't playing out from the back like Arsenal were. They weren't playing pity patter football in their own back in their own box, in their own half. They were getting it and they're playing forty yard balls through our midfield, through our defence. So at the, when that happens the third, fourth time, Klopp's gotta make a decision to say, Listen, this isn't fucking working. Let's bring our defence back a little bit. And let's tighten the midfield and let's leave less gaps. But they, they didn't. They didn't address it whatsoever. They didn't even address it after half time. No, they didn't. So against Arsenal, when they asked them, it's a calculated risk, but it is. A, it, it's worth putting the bet on because you've got a lot of a chance of winning. Yeah. Whereas in that game, we didn't. They were just passing the ball to Grealish, and it was over the top or through through the midfield, through the defence, and they were one on one a few times. And to be fair, to Anthony made a few saves as well. Yeah, I mean, don't be wrong. I think it, it it definitely could have been worse. I think Ross Barkley could have had after he's missed two on his left foot, um, which thankfully, you know, thankfully it was Ross, Ross Barkley in the middle and not someone else, not Jack Grealish or something. That you know, them few chances. But like you say, he's made Adrian made the one on one stop in the second half. Late in the second half, he's made one of his near post from Watkins. I think when it was only one or two nil. So, yeah, Adrian, we know he's going to make some saves, but I've, I've seen a lot of people blaming him overall for the game, and that, for me, is unfair. Like, yeah, he's made that one horrendous mistake. For the rest of them, I don't. there's not a lot he can do. No, there's not. And you've got people who've we've discussed it before. Some fans have got agendas. There'll be some of the pool, but apparently the pool fans who'll be rubbing their hands together buzzing that they can go on Twitter and say ah, I was right about Adrian yeah. absolute cock wombles did you mean Adrian but in the, in the same sentence he's done it a few times so there is there is going to be a, a few supporters who, who, who can't trust them yeah. personally deadline say I'd love nothing more now than it come up on Sky that we've signed a, another decent keeper for a backup because you, you need like when you've got a left back you need it your second your reserve left back to be able to do what your first team left back does yeah. when he's not playing with our keepers we haven't got it when Allison doesn't play we lose like an outfield player yeah we do we might as well play with 10 men because we, we lose that outlet and it's, yeah. it's and annoying. to be fair you've only got to look at some of, you know, some of the other teams in the league and their backup keepers and you know yeah alright like you look at United they, they got beat 6-1 they were down to 10 men yesterday but when they don't have the hair in the team, they've got Sergio Romero, who's just as good as him. Um, and it's the same with like Arsenal, last year at least anyway. When Leno was out, they had Martinez come in, who was arguably better than Leno in my eyes. And that's that, That's the difference there, straight away. Whereas, like you say, if we haven't got Alisson, 
See, Adrian is. I think Adrian is is extended his time at the club simply based on his performances at the start of last season, where he probably got away with some of the little some of the mistakes he was making because we carried on winning. So they don't get highlighted as much, but because we've obviously lost heavily, and obviously like the Atletico game and stuff like that, they're getting sort of to be magnified more and more now. You know what I mean? Yeah, once you start costing your points in games and you know places in Champions League semi-finals and stuff, it is hard to take. If we're just fortunate enough that we don't lose often, yeah. so you've got to take it on the chin. But you have also got to look at the we have papered over a few cracks for a little bit. We've got away with a few things. As we were discussing a bit, but mm. it's it's one of them. We, if there is anyone out there, we can go and sign, and I, I would like us to do it. But you know what, Klopp's like. Yeah, he, he doesn't like really to, to spend money when he doesn't doesn't feel like he has to. Yeah, I think not only that, Klopp doesn't like to make a decision like that on like you know he doesn't want to be reactionary, um, and I think he probably will stick with Adrian for the time being. And if that's the case, we we've, we've just got to. You know, we've just got to get behind him. If he's playing the derby, we've got to get behind him because it's not going to do anyone any good if 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 he doesn't feel like he's got the support of the fans. You know what I mean? That's no, gonna I that's agree. gonna that's gonna be worse for him. If, if I'm being honest, I've got a sneaky feeling that Keller will play. See, Keller, I like Keller. I do. He's not ready though. He's really not. Like I think. I don't think I don't think he put him in for the derby, but I think I think over the next six weeks, I think we're going to see him. At some point, maybe that that may be the case, but I mean, we haven't seen him since the five all. I think that I can remember against Arsenal last season in the League Cup. You might have played the one where we got battered by Villa in the League Cup as well. But I remember watching that Arsenal game, the five all in the League Cup last year, and we went through on pens. And I don't know, Kelleher, he hasn't got that sort of. He was making good saves, but you were you were following up and scoring, and he hasn't got that sort of. That no how to sort of push it out. Yeah, he hasn't got that experience yeah. to to push it further wide, sort of thing. Yeah, he's just he's not ready for first team football at this level yet. Um, that, I've seen that's the scary thing, Jay, is that if he's not ready, he shouldn't be on our bench. Yeah, I know, I know. That's where we do need we, we need someone who can come in if something happens to. It's happened before. It happened in, in years ago in one of the derbies. I think we lost. I think it was Rainer. Was it Rainer? And then we had Jones as well. Oh, Paul, yeah, we had Paul Jones on loan for like two games, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah, I remember. Um, again, I think that was more down to injury. I think it was earlier than Rainer, you know. I think that was like, uh, I'm sure that was like Duda, Vesterveld days. No, it, no, it, was, it wasn't. It was Wembley. No. Oh, you're, I'm sorry, I'm thinking of Paul Jones, the old, the old fella. You mean Brad no, Jones? Brad. Yeah, sorry, I'm getting confused. Like, but he got it. I think Rainer got sent off, and then Jones got injured, and then we had to play someone else and go. Uh, was it Donny? Donny Osmond. Yeah, Donny Osmond. Now nah, we had that uh, Donny or whatever from Roma, didn't we? For a little bit. Oh yeah. Do you know what it might have been? You know. Yeah. No. It, it, but like you say, it's it's happened before, and I think, like I've seen rumours, which I don't believe for a minute. In all honesty, but we're after that Gazaniga at the minute from, um, oh. from Tottenham. And there's a page on Twitter that keeps saying, oh, I've been told the medical's done and the deal's done and all stuff like that, but they're not putting any sources with it. So I'm like, well, you, you, you can't be believed. So I can't see it happening. I think if we're going to do anything... Else, no? no, we probably won't. But if it's going to happen, if we are going to get another keeper, I can imagine us, you know, waiting with this other like transfer window where it's open for a little bit longer and we can buy from the championship, you know. I mean, you've got... There's probably one of you know two or three good goalkeepers in the in the championship that we could probably pick up at a reasonable price. You know, you've still got like Jack Butland down in the championship. You've got um, I mean, even Ben Foster at thirty seven, whatever he is now, would probably would be an upgrade on Adrian, which which is unfortunate for Adrian. Like, but um, it's just one of them. Whether we, as I say, whether we do it or not remains to be seen. But we've just got to. Get behind Adrian, but I mean, if we if we sort of go away from Adrian for a bit, because I feel like we are sing, signaling singling him out a little bit, which is a bit unfair. I think, I think he needs dis- it needs discussion, but as we say, it, that that result last night wasn't down to him. No, you've, you've got to drill into them them players, and 
you've got to speak even in front of Adrian you've got to say listen he's not a, he's not a ball playing goalie he's not yeah, a player no. captain don't, don't put him under that pressure that he doesn't need because you haven't got a pass on just get rid of the ball yeah well that's it you know, that's what no we've need, got to... there's no need for that pass back to him originally no, that's isn't. what I'm trying to say there was no need for that ball back to him it could have been but easily avoided when he's got it he's got to react well, he's got to, he's yeah. got to do something with it. If there's, and he's got to learn himself. If there's no pass on, again, get rid. Just just hit it up the pitch. That was Klopp's first signal to him. Like, why haven't you just volleyed it? Yeah. Just get rid of it. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, I think there's some of the performances that, that really need to be brought into question, I think. Nearly all of them. Well, nearly all of them, yeah. Like you say, the whole defence bar and Robbo. I mean, Gomez was, I, I was like, I was put, I was near putting my fist through the telly every time Gomez got the ball. Um, I've said it. I've said it a few times. I've said it on a few podcasts. I think I've said before. I think his pace bails him out of a lot of shit. He's uh, he's t- defensively he's not great. Positionally he's not great. Mm. I just I don't get the big loving with him. But I haven't before before his injury and when he was younger. And you can see the potential he's got. He's about twenty two, twenty three now, lads. Yeah, I mean, he's, not, he's, he's got... He's not progressing. Yeah. He's, playing, he's playing alongside one of the best defenders in the world. And that, that Reese Williams looks a better player than him. Right now he does, yeah. Um, and I think we'll all be happy when Matup's back. Or, but, failing that, throw Fabinho back into the centre. Yeah, um, I'll do that straight away. But what I will, what I will say is in Gomez's defence, he spent half yesterday's game cover him right back because Arnold wouldn't get back yeah Trent was Trent was diabolical I mean he was just that second goal like Ollie Watkins is a championship that's a championship squad that is a, that's not they they survived by the skin of the teeth by with a goal that shouldn't have counted because the goal line technology was turned off so that's the only reason they're still in the league that's a championship squad and Trent Alexander-Arnold has been sent to the cleaners on multiple occasions in that game by Ollie Watkins, who'd never scored a Premier League goal before last night. He was out, he was out fought, he was out battled, but there was even times where like right footed players are going to the left and he's diving into the left when you know he's not going to shoot with his yeah, left. Yeah. So they're just skinning you. But that second goal knocked me sick because he's he's trotted up the pitch. Grealish has just dinked it and he hasn't even made an attempt to get back. Gomez is running his ass off to try and get back. To try and cover it, and he put it in. Watkins just um, falls over and top ends it. Just spins him. But <laughs> as as if you're an as a neutral, you're saying, "Come on, you can't dissect that goal much." So it's a great finish. It is. It was it was fantastic. Uh, if Arnold it does his job and he, he sacks the man, then and Gomez is on his own. Gomez stood in the middle there to take it off, and when he does that turn, yeah, and there was no one there. It's a fucking catcher. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I mean, I've got to say though, Van Dyke again was was no better than either of them two. Um, Van okay. Dyke was absolutely shocking yesterday. He didn't have any away. Like I can't remember what it. There was one where they got through first half. I think it was, and Van Dyke was just he didn't have any awareness of the attack whatsoever. Like he was so switched off. It was it was really out of character for him. I honestly feel like Van Dyke yesterday was was in fucking knots by having to try and cover Gomez every time he tried to cover Arnold so he couldn't watch his own man yeah. he couldn't couldn't cover Robbo because he was covering Gomez so he was left right and centre just getting dragged all over the place and it must have I hope there was no authority from him there was no you know you want him to grab it and say listen what are you doing have this go and scream at Arnold scream at Gomez but there was none of that yeah. it was like just a dead quiet performance where just they just they just accepted that they were just not going to win. Yeah. And I, I got that. After that, that first goal went in, we were I'm in a group chat with loads of Evertonians, they're probably listening now. Um, and they were looking forward to this podcast, funny enough. Yeah, probably. Um, as, as soon as that first goal went in, I text them saying it's gonna be three or four of this because you can just tell instantly that we we weren't gonna react. Yeah. Yeah. Um I mean you go on to like the midfield and that, and I think Cater was was non-existent, and he got was it him who got hooked at half time? Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, Wan Alden was just. I stuck Wan Alden off 
Kita. Yeah, I would love myself. Um, why Kita at least tried to get on the ball a little bit when Alden was playing one yard passes. Yeah, and when most of them. The ball, he didn't look like he wanted the ball. Yeah, and most of them one yard passes were out of play. Like yeah, he, could, was, he just, he, just he couldn't do things right yesterday. Fabinho, lad. Fabinho, just he's usually it was just so off. So for instance, Fabinho spends a lot of his time covering Arnold, so Gomez doesn't have to. But it was just just everything was all over the place yesterday. Yeah. No one was there was there wasn't that team ethic where if Arnold goes, Fabinho sits in. And Gomez comes across. There was none of that. No, it there was, wasn't. Arnold would go, and there was no cover. But Arnold weren't even trying to get back. So yeah, um, just one of them days, weren't it? Where literally, I think it was like enough is enough. We can't be arse covering anymore. Just leave it. Just let's see what happens. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, for me, the worst player on the pitch though was was Bobby. Um. Every time he got the ball, he gave it away. I think I read he gave the ball away 13 times yesterday. I just, I think, I feel sorry for Firmino because he's starting to get a, a bit more stick from our fans because he's not scoring. And we do defend him and say he's not a number nine, he's playing a number 10's role. But at the end of the day, he's leading, he's leading the line for Liverpool and he hasn't scored for like, is it 18 games? No, it can't be that many, surely, because he scored against Chelsea, didn't he? And uh, the day we lifted the title, he scored in that game, so it won't be that many. Or was it? Did he score at Anfield? Did he? Yeah, yeah it was the last. He scored at the last Anfield game. He hasn't scored for like eighteen games or something. No, um, it's, so defi- it's definitely that. not that many. He hasn't scored since that game. I don't think, but it's not that many games, nowhere near. But that, I mean, that doesn't sort of go away from the fact that, yeah, he's. I don't know. He, he can't. He hasn't hit them the levels of that. Uh, 17 18 season since then he, he just goal scoring wise anyway he hasn't hit them levels again and playing a different role though this is what like this is what Klopp signs explains to people that he's not playing as a striker anymore he's playing as a he, he's basically a deflector he deflects the attention away from Salah and Mane and then they get in behind and score but at the minute like he got an assist yesterday it was a great ball for Salah's second goal but the little he had three chances is it himself and he's taking an extra touch or he won't shoot and you're just thinking why yeah. how can you go from being a hungry striker at one point to not wanting to shoot at all so you can't deflect away from the fact that how many chances he's missed how many shots he's had how many times he hasn't scored you can't deflect away from that because he is having shots if he wasn't having any shots then I'd say fair enough but he is shooting and he's missing so it's, it's, it's games like that where you, you look at your bench and you're thinking who's coming on and scoring a goal for us here yeah and that's where I would we discussed in the other podcast you need a clinical striker we should have kept Brewster yeah maybe I mean um, I feel like I don't I don't know I feel like maybe that would have been the game for Brewster we maybe should have you know there's an argument maybe that maybe Adigi should have come on even though he hasn't looked bothered but I think um you know, Rigi's the type of striker who, at least if you hit the balls over the top for him, he's got that pace to, to get him behind as a striker if we play him in that position. It's just whether, it's just, you never know what Rigi's going to turn up and that's the problem with him. I don't think Rigi would have been any different from Firmino in that, in that game. I don't think he'd have, he wouldn't have busted guts, he wouldn't have ran his arse off. Firmino's still done that, that's the thing, he doesn't go hiding, just as games where, when he's got, he's just so sloppy and, Look lazy, yeah, but he, he was did. still running. If you get me, yeah, when he had yeah. the ball, he was lethargic. He was dead slow to to play it and stuff. But so I don't think it's I don't think it's like a big crisis. I think I don't want it to go overboard and sound like we're having a meltdown. And we need to get a new striker in. We need Mbappe. And we need a new goalie and a new centre half. But realistically, Salah and Mane have papered over the cracks of Firmino not scoring. Yeah. So, but. He's, don't get me wrong, he's been a vital part of their goals, but he's not getting many assists either. He's not getting the recognition for dragging centre-halves out the way because he's not getting assists or goals, but he's still doing his job. I just think in games like that against Aston Villa, you don't necessarily need that player anymore. You yeah. need a striker and your two wingers and you need an attacking centre-mid. When you're playing away to Manchester City, 
that's when you have your clever striker who drags the defence out. That's yeah. when you have Fabinho and Thiago starting together and stuff. You know what I mean? You'd have a defensive setup. Yeah, I mean, in, in a game like that yesterday, I think, as you say, you need that clinical striker. You need like a you need a Harry Kane or an Aguero who's just going to pick the ball up, turn and shoot. And, you know, a lot of the time it'll fly in the top in, you know what I mean? You need that just clinical striker in games like that where, yeah, things aren't going your way, but then someone's going to change the game on one sort of snapshot, you know what I mean? Yeah, I just I just feel like we we've got we've got a plan A and we've stuck with it and it's been brilliant and it's been nearly what it's been two years, four games and we've lost two games in the in the league so or three games. Sorry now, so it, it's not a it's not a crisis, is it? It's no, just it's, it's far game, from a crisis. Game, but going to happen, but you know, I've got to look at he hasn't Firmino hasn't scored for a while. He hasn't doesn't set up often enough. Even though he does his job, Gomez for me is not the answer at centre half. I don't think he has been for a while. I think Van Dijk is feeling that a little bit. Yeah. Um, Arnold needs to start pulling his finger out and, and defend as well as attack, like Robertson does. Yeah. I mean, and, and a goalie is is an issue. But yeah, no, it was just like say. Hope let's hope we can put it down to a one off a. a a really bad day at the office. Um, like I think the office burnt down yesterday. In all honesty, but it's let you know put it down to a one-off. That being so, I mean, obviously, international breaks coming up now. We've got the derby next game, and I'm sure the Blues are rubbing rubbing their hands together in delight, waiting for this game now. But um, I mean, so what what would be if you know what would be your starting lineup for the derby now, based off yesterday? Um. Phil Bab would <laughs> start no do you know just just say every time the Blues are confident in my lifetime going into a derby we've always handed them their ass. so I'm hoping it's similar but watching Everton and seeing they have been playing some good stuff they are relentless going forward if, if we play like that against them fucking God yeah. knows where I'll be hiding for a week <laughs> I'm just hoping I've just seen a quote from Manny I don't even know whether it's real or not Oh, saying it was atrocious and all that. Just saying we were terrible and that the, the best thing to do is go to Everton our derby at the top of the league and let's uh, let's show how angry we are in that day. Yeah, I I, I, I don't know if it's true myself, like, but I have seen it. By the way, people make shit like that up. If, <laughs> if someone's made that up in the Mars loft, I'd just be thinking, why would you even do that? I know. But that is the quote that whether it's from a Liverpool player or not, that's what we need. The players need to little slap on the wrist. Being be told how angry everyone is, and the only way to turn it around is to go and batter them and, and get the points. Yeah. But my, my starting starting eleven, um, unfortunately, it would have to be Adrian because there's no one else. Left back Robbo. Um, I wouldn't even. Do you know what? That should have to go for Arnold right back because yeah. Nico Williams isn't ready. I'd go Van Dijk, Fabinho, centre-half. Even um, if Matip's fit? Even if what? If Matip's fit, which the rumours are he is going to be, would you still go Fabinho, centre-back, or would you go Matip and Van Dijk? I'd go Fabinho because I just think it's too soon to just rush a player into a major side derby. Really, enough. after that, that length of time out. Um, and I think Fabinho, he's, he's a clinical passer as well. So it'd be like playing with another midfielder as well. Yeah. Um, all, all being well, Thiago. Yeah. Thiago, Henderson. And. Tell you what. I'm really, I'm really struggling at the minute to find a player in midfield that deserves it. And if I, I wanted. I wanted Grewick to start yesterday. Yeah, I would have liked that. We said um, that last time, didn't we? I think he's medicated it. And if he's not going to go, then I would potentially have a look at putting him in it. Not, maybe not starting the derby, but I'd like to see him in the squad a bit more. But I'd go for, go for Henderson, Thiago and, and Keita. See, I'd, I'd go with Henderson and Thiago myself, but I, I think I thought he'd done 
okay considering when he come on yesterday and I'd probably go Milner myself yeah, he, he do you know what Milner put up a bit of a fight yesterday when he come on uh, I've got no issues with Milner whatsoever he's, he's the type of player you need I just think having having Henderson and Milner in the same team it just it's as if they cancel each other out see I get that but I think with the added sort of dynamic of Thiago in there would make that sort of almost not matter. And I think if you've got Fabinho centre-back, I think if you've got Hendo and Milner offering that bit of extra cover for the defence and letting Thiago do his thing further forward, then I think you've got, um, you know, I think you've got both sort of bases covered there. Yeah, I, I, I'd like to see, I like, I like Keita. I just don't think, he, he never had a good game yesterday. I think if you're going to, if you're going to go and try and blow Everton away, I think you need you need Keita before Milner. But saying that, you also need a little bit of experience and a little bit of um, defensive nous as well. So Milner might be the right choice. You don't know. Mm. So, depends. This this team will change ten times in my head before we play them. <laughs> my heart uh, too. Because I literally I want to go there and I want to fucking blow them away. Yeah, same. It's what we need. But so what you're saying, like obviously you know, with Bobby's role, it's changed, he's playing more of a number 10, so, is the answer to take a midfielder out, play Bobby a bit further back, and maybe go with, you know, Minamino up front or something, and have Bobby playing behind Minamino? Yeah, well, first of all, I played Jota up front before anyone, I think he's great. Yeah, he's, he's done really well since he's come in, again yesterday, gets in decent positions, he's not scared to shoot, Um, I just think, I just don't think he's an out and out striker. Yeah. I think he's too busy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I just want to see. I just want one player who's just going to float in behind and just just be in the box all the time, not have to come out the box to get the ball. That's all I want in in a striker. But it's dead hard, lads. It's dead hard at the minute because it's still raw and you're still a bit angry with with the performances and that. A bit. Personally. <laughs> We should just fold. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I, I wouldn't say it's not Bobby, but I think realistically, I'd probably start Salah, Mane, and Jota against them. Yeah, I'm being honest. Would so who'd play through the middle? Enough for you? Would it be Jota? I play him centre forward. Yeah. Yeah. When I play him centre forward, I wouldn't ask him to, to drop in so Salah and Mane can run in behind. I'd be asking them to feed him. Yeah. See, you know it would actually probably be good for for sort of who would have been good in a game like that yesterday is well, maybe not quite as much anymore, but Sturridge. Just that player who's always on the last the shoulder of the defender, always yeah. willing to just make that running behind kind of thing. Well that's all they do. They just had a, they just had their attackers on the last the shoulder of our last man every time. Yeah. Even like we, why are we trying to play offside against teams like that? When there's VAR, what, that that fucking Gomez basically two foot at the ground, trying to jump out the way to make him offside, and then couldn't catch him. Yeah, just pathetic. It's well, that's it. If it, if it doesn't pathetic. work, it puts you on the back foot straight away, doesn't it? So yeah. if it works, it's great. But if it doesn't, it fucks you up massively. So there's there's obviously arguments before and against it. But yesterday we needed to realise, and we didn't that it's not working. And they were getting in behind every time, so it obviously didn't work yesterday. I mean, obviously, obviously there was the shout, the penalty shouts as well. Um, Definitely penalty, stone penalty. Hundred percent penalty. I, I just don't think it would have. It's hard to say because it was at one nil, wasn't it? When we when we had the shout, um, and yeah, Stonewall penalty. Not sure how that wasn't given, but it's hard to say whether that would have had a, a, a you know changed the game at all. Because as I say, Villa were just were better in every aspect of the game than us yesterday. They won every ball. They won every 50-50. Every second ball. Every header. Absolutely everything they could win. Yeah. Like Klopp said, they were were just hungrier than us. They wanted it more than us. And that's something, you know, it's something new for, for, for this Liverpool, you know, this Klopp's Liverpool right now. That's something that you can't say at any point that that I can recall in the last sort of two, you know, 18 months, two years, it, it's 
we've always wanted it more than everybody, than anyone else, and we didn't have that hunger or that desire yesterday. I just don't know whether there's a, a little bit of arrogance has crept in. I, I can see it. I can see it from some of them. Um, Saint Alexander Arnold being the main one, he, he, he just looks like he doesn't have to try. You know, when you get that arrogance to buy it, could just be me because I've got a cop on, but <laughs> seeing him like strutting around and he's walking back and you just think to yourself, fucking run, will you? Yeah. Just run. Just put it all in like you did when you started. And that's what they all need to do. And I think if, I, if, you, if you're going to take a leaf out of anyone's book, look at Robertson. Because he had an absolutely brilliant game and he still bust a gut left, right and centre for us. Yeah. He was everywhere. See, I think the difference is, though, with Robbo is, I think Robertson does feel like with Simakas coming in, he has got genuine competition now. Don't get me wrong, Simakas isn't at Robbo's level, but he knows that he's he's a good player. He's got he's got the potential to get as close to his level, so he knows he's got genuine competition. And I don't think Trent feels the same about Nico. Um, no, he won't. And he's so, nowhere near that level, but he's not. But there's no there's no saying that he can't get to that level. We've just got to give him time. That's the difference, you know. We've got Sim. We brought Simakas in. 23, 24, however old he is. So he's, you know, he's already, he's played in Europe, he's, a, he's an international footballer. He's he's ready-made to be a backup and a good backup. But Nico needs more time to develop, obviously. Um, But Trent, I think the arrogance, like you say, is creeping in where he's thinking, well, it, it doesn't matter because, you know, I'm starting next game as well, if, as long as I'm fit. Yeah, I'd, I, to be honest, mate, I think I'm open, this is just, me overreacting, just saying it, that he's arrogant. I'm open. He has a good look at himself. He, he watched the games and he can see that himself and go, do you know what? What a lazy bastard I was against Villa. Yeah. And I, he come, they come out and they all realise. Don't get me wrong, it happens in every sport all over the world. You'd always have a, a bad day at the office where everyone just fails miserably. Yeah. And that's just what's happened, hopefully. But they do need to, as Klopp said, they're all self-critical lads. They'll go away, they'll look at themselves, and hopefully the self-assessment gives them a little telling off and they can they can go again. Yeah, no, yeah. completely agree. Um, like we say, off. <laughs> I think it pissed everyone off. Some people a little too much, I mean. Um, just, again, I, I don't want to have to go back to this all the time, but like, I don't know if you've seen what I shared earlier today, and there was people, there's people sending death threats to, to Adrian and saying he wishes family was dead and stuff like that. And it's just like, no, no. Criticize his performance all you want. Don't start sending death threats to the, the man and his family. Like, fuck off. They're not real fans, lads. I know they're not, but I can't help. I know, I know they are, but I can't help. But like, it winds me up so much. Like. It, it's, it, it, it pisses me off, so I can't stand it. It's just, it's disgusting. Like, yeah, he's made the mistake in a, in, a, in, a, in a match, in a big match, in an important match, but nothing that he can do on a football pitch warrants death threats being sent to him or his family. Like, it, just, it pisses me off so much. I know it's all, you know, shitty little knobhead accounts, like, but it's just frustrating to see. No, uh, nah, it's just, it's, it's annoying. It really is. Um, he doesn't deserve that. No one does. I just think I take Twitter with a pinch of salt now because there is loads. Ninety percent of the people tweeting stuff like that are all either eggs. They've got no profile picture. They've got nothing related to Liverpool and any of the bio or anything. And you just think that it is just little helmets. Lad. <laughs> Wouldn't even be asked about it. I know. I think um, it's one of them. But you're gonna get it. I think if. It, if I was a footy player now, I wouldn't be on social media because there's too many dickheads. No, not not even a little bit. Like, honestly. But I think, you know... I want to discuss, I want to discuss the other goals, lads. Um, <laughs> our goal, Mo Salah. Uh, yeah, I mean, to be fair, Salah took his two goals well. Um, I think we, we probably got a bit fortunate with the way the first one fell to him, but... Don't try about fortune in this game, fucking hell, lads. <laughs> that was the one bit of fortune we did have, lad. But um, he, you know... I said the ball just kind of fell to him, but he's tucked it. He's put it away nicely. Keeper yeah, had no minute. chance. Um, the second goal was <laughs> oddly the second goal kind of annoyed me a bit because the pass from Bob from Bobby was was fantastic and the finish was clinical from Salah. And I'm just thinking, where the fuck was that all game? Yeah, 
going on. It just looked so easy. Yeah. And we did get through a few times, and it, it, it did it did seem easy, but so we just we missed a few chances, and that that cost us massively. Yeah. Um. I mean. The Villa's goals again. The rest of their goals, you know, three deflections. It's 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 kind of hard to stomach a bit more with that. But like Klopp said in in the press conference, you know, don't that doesn't shy away from the fact that you know we haven't done our job right in the first place for it to go in off a deflection. We haven't yeah. blocked it right. So, um, but I mean, Grealish is one where it's come off Fabinho wasn't going in. That's an own goal. Um, Barkley's. I mean Barkley. The third one, McGinn's goal. If Salah walks towards him before he shoots, doesn't press him, there's that. Then you've got the fourth goal, which was a great set piece. Our defence, that's the worst defending I've ever seen. Yeah. It was absolutely embarrassing. They, they literally, they, they walked in, let the, let the pass go across the box. Not one single player challenged. Absolutely embarrassing. The fifth one, Barkley again. Sent Alexander Arnold hasn't hasn't gone near him. He's he took a touch on his right foot, and then he took a touch to his left, and he's he got the shot away. No one goes near him. Arnold stood there, does nothing, throws his foot out last minute, half assed, top in. Yeah, it's like um, it, it was like what I used. <laughs> you'll remember this. It's like what I used to do when we played footy. Someone would shoot, and I kind of just like I throw a foot out, but I turn me back at the same time. Like I'm not really that bothered. Like, yeah, just go through the motions to look, look like you're asked. To look like, yeah, exactly. And then you've got players like me absolutely screaming <laughs> because you can't play footy like that. Yeah. But it's just it, it's just one of them. It just looks so half-assed. The sixth one, um, again, since Alexander-Arnold's positioning was, was woeful, but the pass should never be made. And Salah, Salah's at fault again there. The ball's dropped into the middle of the park and Salah's truck took a yard jog and stopped running yeah ball's gone through and then that seventh goal was an absolute piss take <laughs> <laughs> it was just an absolute piss take yeah it was um, and then they could have you know they could have got eight with that um, with the crossing Adrian's I think trying to run to St Andrews or something instead um, <laughs> where he was going with that like I'll never know Andy with the bar as well yeah that, that's the one I'm on about where They've crossed it over. Watkins is alone in the middle. Again, defending is just non-existent. But they've crossed it over. That Watkins is on his own in the middle and he slides in and hits it against the bar. But Adrian's on his on his far post. Oh, it was, it was madness. It was. But like 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 we say, hopefully... Um, and you know what? I say hopefully. I don't even think it's a hopefully. I think it was just an off day. Uh, you know, this group of players, they've, they've given us everything. That we've that we've wanted in the past eighteen months to two years, we can afford them an off day. Don't get me wrong, this was a a, a massive off day. I mean, this is like two or three off days rolled into one. In fairness, but um, they've they've earned that sort of um, benefit of the doubt that it is just a one off. Yeah, of course, they just pissed the league. But we can't keep using that as an excuse. No, we can't. But it's, not, it's not as if we've started and we've we've lost three games and this is the fourth loss. You know what I mean? We, don't get me wrong, we've leaked a few goals and we haven't looked as good as we have been in the past, but it's just one of them. Other teams are getting better, other teams are getting stronger. Yeah. And you've just got to, you've got to, if you're going to give the, the shit out when other teams are losing and we're battling other teams, you've got to take this on the chin and say, do you know what? They're not machines all the time, they are human beings. And sometimes, you just have a you have a shit day. Two yeah. of the mates have just been diagnosed with COVID. I know. <laughs> you've, got, you've got a goalie who doesn't fit the system, and you've just got lads not working hard enough. It, it's just one of them, lad. It, it happens. Yeah. It just happens, and you can't explain it. You can't defend it, but you can't go over the top about it because. No. Well, know, I was saying know, after we'll come it again, and we'll we'll start winning points again very soon. Yeah. Well, I was saying after it yesterday, like. You know, last year we had the Wofford game, which was our real sort of low point. Um, and I think we were fortunate, not fortunate, that's the wrong word to use, but we were in a position at that point when we got beat by Wofford where the league was pretty much already wrapped up. So it didn't, it, it mattered, but it didn't matter in the grand scheme of things because we knew we were winning the league at that point, more or less. This, if we had to have another Wofford game, I'm happy that it's happened now when 
four games in, it's not going to have a real burden on the rest of the season, as it stands at the moment. So if we were going to have a bad, a real bad day, I'm glad it's happened now and not like December, January time. I just, I just look at it and my, my concern there is, as I said, we have papered over a few cracks, even the last few months where we've we've won the one nils and we've we've had like decisions go our way and stuff. Where we had teams respected us like they did Man City, where they were scared to go at us because we knew we'd pick them off. Now I'm, I've just got that little bit of a feeling where if teams do have a go at us, they might score and we might we mightn't get in the way we have been in the past because they're defending us a unit or everyone. Yeah. Losing that early on in the season like that, where you're absolutely blown away by just a team playing football, better football than us on the day, is is a concern where you might go to another team, Leeds done it to us, they, they scored three. You've just got to, we've got to work on tightening that defence now and if it means not pressing us high, then so be it. Yeah. We can't we can't be conceding goals like that anymore. Well that's it. I mean this this is a big test of of you know, we all know how good Klopp is, but it's a it's a big test for him because he now he look he'll look hopefully he's looking at that thinking, right, okay, something needs to change. You know, the the game against Tottenham the other year where Lovren made every mistake he could have made under the sun and he beat us four yeah. one. That was a catalyst for, for Klopp to go, right, we need we need Van Dyke. But it turned us around. We like we st- we started playing well. If I remember right, after that Tottenham game for a, a little while before we got Van Dijk. It also um, made Lovren play better though. Yeah, it did. It massively. It did massively. Half time, and he um, it, it changed him. He started playing a bit better. Yeah, a lot better. But well, we've just got to hope this isn't a catalyst of sort of change. I can't see Klopp changing much. Because that's his system. That's how he plays. It just, it just feels as though we're a bit higher than we should we have been before. Yeah. Um, and that needs to be in certain games. If you play, say for instance, Everton start to play in footy. If we think that Jordan Pickford's going to pass the ball out to, to Eddie Mina nine times out of ten, then press I, press I, do it. But if they're going to just hit it into midfield and over the top here, nine times out of ten, then be deeper. It's just yeah. common sense. I just think that just something was missing. Just yeah. something was missing yes, uh, yesterday. And yeah, I mean, it's all you can put down to the bottom, it just didn't work. Whatever, whatever the plan was, it just didn't work. And as you said before, losing Allison and having playing that system, but with a goalie who's glued to his line, that also doesn't help. No. So put, it puts be... them under pressure from the way it got. As soon as as soon as they get in behind with a keeper who's not willing to to come out and, and clear the line like like Allison does. Uh, it it's not going to work. He's under pressure from as soon as Villa have got the ball and the through then, um, and it you know they're not forced because he's not willing to rush out like Alisson would or even you know a, a Manuel Neuer or Edison or anyone like that. If if a keeper's not rushing out at you like that, it's not going to force them into making a, a bad decision. So they've got all the time in the world to pick the spot and you know and and either slot it home or Adrian you know might make the save. Um, but that's the, I think that's uh, again part of the difference in, in having a, a keeper that sort of the system I wouldn't say the system's built around but it is a massive key component of the system. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I say Adrian just isn't that. We've got it as a team. We've got a highlight. We've got a highlight his strengths and cover up his weaknesses because we know what his weaknesses are. We've known them for a while, but they've been magnified even more with that game yesterday because of how heavy the defeat was we know he's not good with his feet we know he's not willing to to play out um, and we we as a team have got to give him better options to pass to for one but not give him the ball when it's unnecessary like you said with the robo pass initially yeah it's just it's just not needed they just need to they need to work a new system if he's going to be in goal for six weeks and they need to drum it into the defenders that he's not an option to pass to yeah just get rid of the ball. Simple as that. And nine times out of ten, if, if that is a system, then say to, to Mane and Seller, gamble a bit more. Yeah. Use gamble. Get on the last man. Do it. But um, it just we're gonna have to just see what happens and say just don't come out angry. And I'm not gonna say have a good go at Everton. They're only Everton, but they are they have started well. And I think we need to uh, we need to pipe them down a little bit yeah. for a win. That's it. I mean, God help us if they beat us because <laughs> you won't hear the ends of it. Oh no, you won't. 
there'll be a DVD. Um, but in all seriousness, the way they've started, we've got to treat them with respect, and you know they deserve it at the minute. I mean, if we play that high line, Rodriguez will will get in behind. We'll get Carver Lewin in behind our defense, and with the form Carver Lewin's in, he's not going to miss. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> can't believe we're talking this positive, this like nicely about everything. What's going on? I'm honestly. I've never worried about a derby. Um, I, I honestly don't think we'll lose the derby. Just the thought of them even doing all right against us just knocks me sick. Yeah, it, it does. Um, I can't be arsed with them. Just, we know they're not going to win the league. We know they're not going to finish in the top four. But even them having this little bit of enjoyment, they call us unbearable. And we call ourselves unbearable, but fuck me, lad, they take it to a whole new level. They oh. won four games and released a single. <laughs> I've never known anything like it in my life. The, the singing ends are over Liverpool. Oh. They're on holiday singing about Liverpool. And so I'm, I'm past. This isn't me being bitter, and I know there'll be Evertonians listening to this now because they've told us they are, but this isn't me like being bitter or nasty. They just need to pipe down, enjoy the moments while it lasts and then let the big boys take over again because he's a two in my head in. <laughs> I agree and I think on that note we'll, uh, we'll leave it there eh? I think when we start praising Everton that's that's the end um, so <laughs> let, you've, let... Got to, you've, got to, you've got to accept it we've given them shit for years what I hate is when, we, when they give us shit and we respond all of a sudden we're obsessed and we're rattled and we're petrified about how good they're going to be every time they've bought a big player we get it oh you're rattled your heads are falling off we're like we're not asked. Yeah. we've laughed at used all my life that's all we've ever done they, they, they see being laughed at as being relevant I said to a lad the other day you, you like being the kid who just gets put in goal all the time are you feel important because you're being picked but realistically we're all just taking the piss out of you because you're shit <laughs> that, that's the reality of it but they feel relevant that we're talking about them I'm just glad for the first time in three years they are actually piping up and there's lads who I thought were dead because they haven't spoken to them for that long <laughs> because they've had the banter's just died yeah. and they're all of a sudden they're back again and it, it's good to have the banter because that's what we were all about for years just unfortunate for them now they just become totally irrelevant in football terms. Yeah. But let's 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 look forward to it. I hope it's a proper derby. I hope it's a feisty derby. I hope there's there's volleys everywhere. I hope it's a it's a good feisty derby and we get the results. But we'll see. We will. I say we'll leave it there. Um, you know where to find us on socials at LFC Groove on Twitter and uh, at Liverpool Groove on Facebook and Instagram. As we always say, get in touch with us. Let us know your thoughts. And um, yeah, we'll be back with another episode very soon. Sports Social Podcast Network.